right. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Otana Wrestling Weekly Podcast. Uh, here in the throes of April, we got a 90-degree April day that we're yeah. broadcasting from. And, uh, yeah, before we get into it, though, we'd like to thank our podcast sponsor, Flemke Insurance Agency. Thank you to Ben Flemke and his staff. Um, go out and recruit, basically, for you and uh, make sure that the exact right policy for your home, auto, life, business, everything like that is squared away and does all the legwork for you. So sit back and just basically sign your name on the best deal. <laughs> yep. That's nice and easy. So thank you, Flemke Insurance Agency. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to turn it over right away because uh, Mr. Freestyle Greco Director Gabe Hovden, Coach Gabe, on my right, your left, um, has some results from our first tournament. Yeah, our first tournament, we had uh, four Otani kids show up uh, or go to it. Um, uh, first of all, Donovan Sorensen dominated the tournament. I couldn't tell you if the kids he was wrestling were first-year wrestlers or 10th-year wrestlers or what. He hit a... Hit, hit, hit his throw-by so fast, it got on top, and just went to work. They didn't, because freestyle, you don't stand up. You present. Right. So there was yep. no escapes. They're not trying to escape. They're just trying to stay on their belly. And he, I want to say, tech followed everybody within a minute. All three wow. matches with a high gut on some. And then uh, um, he took did the feet to back, which is three points, and then a couple high guts. And he just <laughs> dominated. Uh, All right. it, was, it was really well. He took first. Um then uh, uh, Ethan Schubert, he ended up in third. Okay. Um, he, he, he hasn't wrestled freestyle in a while. Uh, one of his matches um, was a little hard on him. Uh, he, he got taken from his feet to his back pretty hard one time. Um, got up, kept going, though. Um, he got himself a win. Um, they're both cadets still, right? Yes. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. They're both cadets. And then um, Max Flemke ended up in fourth. I don't, I believe that might have been his first freestyle tournament. Um, Sounds about right. So yeah. he, he's, he's, I mean, he showed up. It was good yeah. for him to go. He scored. He scored points. Um, That's good. So, it, and then freestyle is a learning experience. And, right. and in my, in my uh, um, sight of everything is, I, I honestly don't care if they win or lose. It's mat time. Right. It, it's progressing, getting better at it. It's, it's learning the moves. It's, it, it's just more mat time, getting better at wrestling. Mm -hmm. So winning, losing, these are open tournaments. And even the refs, uh, the USA refs, were outstanding this weekend. Um, I seen refs go up to kids that got beat, telling them, hey, when you're down in the bottom position, you need to do this, this, and this. They're helping and coaching the kids after the match. Oh, wow. So that, I, I and they came up to, to Miles. Uh, we'll talk about him in a second, but they yeah. came, he came up to him and said, hey, on that, on that uh, he was doing some kind of underhook from the top, and the ref said, hey, if you just push that elbow forward, because it was on the backside to me, so I couldn't see it. He goes, sure. All you had to do is push that elbow forward, and you would have had your points. Mm. So, I mean, after the match, he came up, and then um, Miles got a really good compliment from one of the refs, too, for being how good of a sport he is oh, and nice. how, how respectful he was. I was like, well, thank you, sir. That, so yeah. it made me feel good that that our kids are, refs are seeing our sportsmanship, even in yeah. freestyle, which there is no reason to get, in my opinion, no reason to get mad about losing or be arrogant if you win. Everybody's learning. Right. So, yeah. um, and then Miles ended up in second place. Okay. Um, his, uh, 
Last match was, from what I gathered, was his practice partner at, on his Sunday practices that he goes to oh, sure. up at, I think it's Minnesota Elite. Minnesota Elite, yeah. Yep. yep. And it was his practice partner, and I think if Miles didn't know the kid, I think it would have been a better match. Sure. So we got a little work on that. But his other two matches, he, he went out. Um, he did a power double on, on one of his kids and upended him. Got the three points, um, feet to back. He got, I think, three three-point moves, or no, four-point moves, three four-point moves, and then he tech-fouled his first two guys, so, and then lost his last one in the championship, but um, them four did really good, and I'm hoping this uh, Friday we have Greco um, in Apple Valley. Oh, okay. At the Apple Valley High School now. So we were in Eastview in Apple Valley. Now it's the yep. Apple Valley Tournament. Friday night is Greco, and Saturday is freestyle, so... After this tournament, the tournament started getting farther and farther away for us. Yeah. So, um, any of you wrestlers are out there, this would be the tournament to go and hit. If you want to just hit one tournament, try it out. This would be the tournament. It's close. Nice. So, but yeah, that was our weekend. That's awesome. Well, and I want to quick uh, let the listeners know, uh, if you hear Crazy Train right now in the <laughs> yeah. background, that is not just a voice in your head. Uh, yeah, we got the, the a ton of high school track team lifting uh, up in the strength and conditioning room right now. So just letting you know. But, uh, no, that's awesome. And, you know, for most of those kids, I mean, Miles being the youngest one yep. as a seventh grader, probably the most experienced yeah. freestyle Greco kid you got. Yep. <laughs> so yep. Um, that's cool. But, no, it's great to see, you know, some people really trying it out. I'd, I had no idea. Um, Ethan Schubert. You know, and, and Max Flemke and these guys. Yeah, yeah we're they, they showed up. I was surprised. I got, the I got the, I did send out an email saying, okay, who's on their way up? Because I have left my house. I yeah. just don't want to drive up there. And all of a sudden, I'm just sitting there and there's no Otana kids there. Because there's right. there's really no way, I mean, they have, they have to pre-register. So sure. if, if they don't, they're, they're out there 17 bucks. That's right. all they're out. So. Right. Some, sometimes they just don't get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. And, yeah, big room going right now. And, um, no, that'll be exciting. The more the more we have going out, the more we have going to tournaments. Um, and I know, like, I, it's fun to keep tabs on them. Last night I was at uh, the first track meet of the year for the kids. And so we yep. had Blake Fitcher, Grant Lauer, um, these guys throwing. Okay. So I watched them do discus and stuff, some of our bigger boys. And. Uh, they're definitely hitting the weights hard, so that's awesome. Okay, how so, anybody running? Jack okay. is probably our long, best long-distance runner. So our, our 145-pounder uh, sophomore, Jack Sorensen, is honestly has a really good shot at D1 track and cross-country. Okay. So, um, yeah, wrestling's just a, a side gig he happens to be great at as yeah. well. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. But, yeah, so, uh, no, it, it was uh, a good time. And, well, and Isabel Townley's a pole vaulter. So, okay. um, yeah, a lot of familiar faces out there, and that's always good to see. And um, got to chum it up with uh, former head wrestling coach Cliff Castile. His, uh, okay. his son was pole vaulting yesterday. Okay. So, And is yeah. he still over at Faribault? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all done with wrestlers, though. So, okay. uh, yeah, this youngest one doesn't want anything to do with no. it, but it's good to see him, good to catch up yep. and everything like that. So, yeah. So, um, another huge event this upcoming Sunday, we have the Otana Wrestling Banquet. Um, notice I didn't say high school banquet. Notice I didn't say middle school. This is the Owatonna Wrestling Banquet. Yes, we are doing awards uh, there for the 
uh, high school team, the middle school team, everything like that. But we really want this to be a, a celebration in general of uh, Oatana wrestling and uh, have the community show up. We want to see a lot of familiar faces. Um, and especially with something we were just talking uh, with our upcoming guest before this, you know, we have a lot of big changes. We have the new wrestling room yes. coming in and stuff like that. So we're going to be reaching out to the Oatana wrestling community quite a bit over the next uh, year, two years, um, specifically about uh, the transition and, and what it looks like for the new high school, but also um, take everybody down memory lane. We have yeah. some, some big stuff teed up. Um, that we can get into, uh, you know, kind of down the road. But once again, this Sunday, four to seven at the Oatana Eagles Club, um, it's fifteen dollars. Um, all proceeds go directly towards throwing this banquet. Um, and it's, I, I got this question a few times when I was at the track meet. Yes, anyone can come. So uh, grandparents or just fans of the program, people who may not have been, you know, involved in recent years, whatever, we welcome you back with open arms. So. Uh, look forward to seeing a lot yeah. of people there. Alumni, anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we're going to have our esteemed guest uh, for this week, speaking of uh, alumni for Oatana Wrestling. So, take care. All right. Well, uh, welcome back to the Oatana Wrestling Weekly Podcast. Coach Johnson here, along with Coach Gabe. And between us, uh, we have Oatana Wrestling alumni, Kenny Sakura. Welcome to the podcast, sir. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, so Sakura is uh, to, I mean, it's an understatement to call it a big name in Oatana <laughs> Wrestling. Yeah. And uh, so, so where, where do you fit into the family tree? Long time ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It would have, uh, my brother Chuck, my brother Ronnie wrestled. But he didn't care for it and dropped out. My brother Chuck wrestled. He went to state as a senior. That would have been 72. I would have fell into 77. But 72 would have been my cousin Tony Sikora, okay. professor at the U. Mm -hmm. And Dale would have been a 73 grad. So at one time, Tony wrestled 38, Dale wrestled 45, and Chuck wrestled 54. Jeez. So that would have been fun to have been a part of. Yeah. And then my younger brother, uh, Dave Ribbit, as we call him, uh, he would have been an 82 grad. That's Charlie's dad. Charlie's okay. dad, Dave. Okay. Dave and Sue Sikora. And then Clint, or... Well, it'd be Brian, Scott, and Clint are Dale's sons. So. Okay. So how are you related to Dale? First cousin. Our First dads cousin. were brothers. Dads were brothers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because da Dale lives on my father's home place. Okay. So. Because Dale and Tony are my wife's step-uncles. So my father-in-law is Dean Sikora. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> I just talked so, to so, Dean today. So it's all wraps yeah, into this yeah. whole wrestling family keeps growing yeah. more. Right. <laughs> I just, just spoke with Dean. We both work at the same place, so. Oh, okay. I spoke with Dean. He has like six, two seven. weeks yeah. left. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And then he's retiring. He's retired, so. Yeah. Good for him. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, you just rattled off a lot of good <laughs> wrestling in there. Um, yeah. All the way down to, you know, now Charlie with this generation but you know of course i wrestled with clint 
You wrestled with Scott and Brian? Scott and Brian, yep. Yep. Yeah, they're tough, tough <laughs> SOBs, I tell you that yep. much. Holy cow. I had, I had all daughters, so I was no help to <laughs> we, I was became a gymnastics dad, and oh, that yeah. maybe was a good thing. Sure. Yeah, I, know, I know how you feel. You know, yep. <laughs> I never had to. But if it would have been in today's day, it's a yeah. whole my twins story. would have wrestled. Yep. The youngest one not competitive oh, sure. uh, but the twins were and I could have I could have taught them <laughs> plenty of good wrestling yeah yeah well that's awesome oh my gosh so uh, how about yourself personally what was your wrestling career about uh, and uh, my sophomore year I was sporadic mostly on the varsity but not all the time uh, between 55 and 45, and then my junior year, I was the 67-pounder, and they had sub-regions back yep. then. I won the sub-region, uh, and then I won the region, and I lost to the state champion uh, from Mankato West in the semifinals of the state two to one in overtime wow jeez wrestled about three quarters of the match with a concussion I, i've never <laughs> had my head driven into the mat he the guy could switch very 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 good and i should have known that but <laughs> i do now yeah so he turned the corner so fast kind of oh, cranked you but it I, that's one thing I'm a little jealous about nowadays, wrestler. They get to look back at this stuff. There's not even a still photo of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that would be fun yeah. to look back See at. See some pictures. And yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Because I don't remember. I remember coming off in overtime and saying to uh, Dick and Marshall, I, God, I said, my head. I, well, they said, well, why didn't you stop the match? You know, I was busy hanging out. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I got penalized with about 30 seconds to go with for locking hands. And that oh. sent it into overtime. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so he so never you had did the state escape. champ on the ropes. No. Yeah. He's from Ankato West. Yeah. So that was back when the Big Nine and, and Region 1, when I was a senior, there were 13 people in the finals from Region 1 two Region 1 championship matches again. So, I mean, Jeez. we completely dominated yeah. back then as far as our zone in the yep. state. Yeah. Yeah, Section 1 used to, I mean, back even up into the 2000s, Section 1 was, yeah. I mean, for many, many years, was the section. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember my, I think it was eighth grade year, I think uh, there was, Four out of the ten top ten teams in the state were all from Section One. Yeah. I was on Apple Valley, Simley, oh us, sure, and uh, hey. I want to say Faribault. <laughs> and we smoked Apple Valley. No, did you? It was their first <laughs> nice. year as a school, but we still smoked. Yeah, you got that over. <laughs> any, any chance yeah. he can get that? Yeah. One, right? <laughs> Destroyed Apple Valley. Love yeah. that. Love that. No, so as a as a team, um, you know, throughout your time. Where kind of did you sit in that? We were ranked and stayed a few times as a senior. 
Okay. Uh, but so was Faribault and so was Albert Lee. And when, yeah. when I was a junior was the first year of the team tournament. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. okay so. Uh, of the dual format, because yes. before that it was like college where they right, right, point, scored right. it that way. Yep. And, and uh, Albert Lee won. So oh, wow. they went out of our region. Well, the next year, Faribault upset Albert Lee in the finals and Faribault won. You know, and it was just a seesaw battle. Okay. Uh, always for a, for a long time till Oatana got dominant. Yeah. Well, that, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was, I was just going to say, um, yeah, so back in those, you, you mentioned Dick Black. What was it like to wrestle for such an iconic coach and such a charismatic? I mean, I, I love hearing Dick Black stories. <laughs> um, yeah. How did you get along with him? I got along fine with him. That's good. But yeah. I was... You know, somebody. I should say, I don't hear people say they didn't get along with him, but like, there's always something he interesting. Was hard on everybody. Yeah. I yep. mean, but that was his way of trying to get the best out of you. Uh, Mr. Lindell, he was uh, the eternal optimist. Sure. No matter how bad you were getting creamed, Lindell was on your side <laughs> nice. and encouraging you. Yeah. Great. Great coaches, they fed off one another perfectly. Yeah, yeah the Dick Black stories, I like hearing them too, because there's always oh, somebody who'll say, oh, there's this one time you know, with. <laughs> yeah. One time I was wrestling in, in a tournament. We were in the city somewhere, and, and uh, I was getting beat, and I looked over at Dick for some advice, and he's playing with his grandkid. <laughs> And then I headlocked the guy and pinned him. Then he was happy. Yeah. He, he met me as I was coming off the mat, but he was playing with his grandkid that one day. And I mean, there's there's plenty of old Dick stories that were, <laughs> we'd get snowed in up in the cities. That that might've been the time we were snowed in. We stayed at his daughter's places. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, probably a half a dozen of them went to Diane's and the rest of us piled into Donna's place and <laughs> they kept us there till the the road was open the next day and they oh. let us go home. Huh. So yeah, yeah, a lot awesome. of fun, a lot of good memories. Yeah. Of good memories. So back when you were wrestling, what would be what was your favorite or most dominant move that you did that Probably. you just like doing? Probably from my knees or a wizard or anything. I would. I would. Uh, I, I always like to throw a headlock in, but not how you think of throwing a headlock in, where you tie up yeah. and throw it in and try to fight the person to the ground. Get them on their knees, and then there's a point out there where they have no resistance. Sure. And if you can get them to go one way, yeah. you can almost take their feet off the ground when you take them the other way. Yeah. Well, what you just described is what I probably had just showed two days ago in freestyle practice. Yeah. We call it a sag headlock. There's no, it's all just getting them to step. Yep. And then it's, there's no, they can't stop it. Because it people right. say, well, you used the headlock. I would roll you through. No, you wouldn't. Because... <laughs> You you think we're going up? You think you're going? We're going this way, but we're going that way. 
and you, there's no way to roll a person through on that. It, it's so you're talking. You were kind of front headlock ish position, yeah. setting that up, getting that momentum a little that, bit. That and we did more mat wrestling than I would use a bar arm. Sure. Okay. Okay. And it might sound real crude. They 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 let us. If you put somebody in a bar arm, yeah, you it can was crank. supposed to hurt. Yep. Yeah. And they, I've never saw one stop for potentially yeah. dangerous. Right. Not saying it was right, but, but that's how it was. Yeah. That didn't start happening until I'm, I'm since I've been gone. I didn't know that they stopped. You can't sit out on a double arm bar. Back when I came through, you could still sit out on it, mm-hmm. and you sit out and you cranked on it. Yeah. Until they put their shoulders down. Yeah, and then when I headlocked too, I might have might have uh, cut off the airflow. <laughs> wow. But they watch for that stuff. I watch yeah. now, and they watch for all the oh, yeah. all the little things we did that. <laughs> Might not have been on the up and yeah. up. Yeah, that it, it seems to be the case, and and I I like hearing those stories too yeah. because it, it felt a little bit more uh, well. And I I talk about violence a lot with my wrestlers, <laughs> in uh, in in kind of a joking way, but like honestly, like it, I, I love hearing those stories because it's yeah, it, it's a it's a brutal thing. Yeah. It is a, uh, I mean, it's a martial art. It it's really an is. organized. It's an organized fight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Where can Control. you go on Friday night and beat somebody up, and all your friends and your mom and dad come and cheer <laughs> you? Yeah, yeah, and they give you a juice box. Yeah. Yep. Give yeah. you an orange. Yep. Yep. That's, I love that. I love that. Nice. Well, and uh, do you have you know I, that state you know semifinals match sounds like this might be it, but do you have a specific like favorite wrestling moment? Um, you know, I thought about this on the way in, and, and uh, I, if I could remember that match, it might be. But I, the thing that I liked the most was if, if the meat was on the line and you were about to take the mat, and if you yeah. won or pinned, if you, especially if you pinned, then we had the meat was iced up. Yeah. And, and that feeling... That was a blast. If you're confident in your ability, uh, yeah, I always, I love that. Now, so that reminds me, weight classes wise, were you saying you were the second highest at 170? Yeah, and, and yeah that's what I thought okay. I was going to say with, because it was, for a while there was anyone over 170 was a heavyweight, but I, I think no, they changed I, I that wrestled, before your time then. I wrestled 180 my senior year. And then dropped to 67 for okay. tournaments. Okay. Uh, and I think it went to 185 a year or two later. Okay. Because I know when I came through in the 90s, it was 71, 89 heavyweight to 275. Yeah. But as I, was, I, as I was inducting the class of 54 this year, it was funny because I. I read anybody over, like, it went from 170 to heavyweight. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I know. <laughs> so kind of a sign of the times, too. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it was, like, anybody over 170. Okay. So you, were, you weren't necessarily heavyweight where you were. No. You were, no. Okay. And, and, and one time when I was a junior, we wrestled Winona, and we were getting clobbered, and our 45-pounder, Scotty Warner, pinned his guy with two seconds left. Then our 55-pounder, Nordine Arnold, pinned his guy with two seconds left in the period. 
So we put out another guy, not me, at 67. And, and I went out at 80, although I weighed in at 67, and I beat their 80-pounder, and we won the meet. And, well, you guys do that all the time? I mean, that's norm now. Yeah. yeah. You shuffling people yep. around. Yep. Why? You'd have thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> they, they talked about yeah. it. You know, it was, it was kind of, it's kind of funny when you, when you think about it now to, to how you guys juggle a lineup all the time. Yeah, I'll be honest. I make no bones about it. I'd rather just print out my sheet and say deal with it. But, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll get there someday to where we're yeah. just so dominant we don't care. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, nice. And then, uh, so, since your your wrestling days and everything like that, how have, uh, have you been involved besides being a fan? Um, uh, uh, the first couple of years out of high school, I helped out two, three years, helped out with the kids. But then I got married young, and I had twins young. My <laughs> twins graduated in 99. Oh, wow, okay, so yeah. They're right around you guys' age. So, so what, what was their names? Brooke and Brandy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, yeah, I know them. Okay. Yeah. I know of them, but yeah. Brooke and Brandy, both in Minneapolis. They both work for the Target Corporation. Yeah. Uh, Bobby lives in town here. And uh, me and Teresa live out in Clinton Falls, okay. the metropolis of Clinton Falls. And Dave and Sue are out there, too, right? Dave and Sue live on, our, on my home place. Okay. East okay. of Pratt. Okay, East Prep. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Excellent. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it, as soon as you go into that parent bubble, you know, as, as far as their um, own activities and yep. run your ragged that way, huh? That, and you've got to kind of make money. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, that, too. that became a big deal. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we sure appreciate, you know, you mentioned. Um, one of the projects we're, we're really going to try to work on is uh, reach out to the community and, you know, any photo, video, anything like that for an example of, like, your state semis match that, you know, you, you don't have a, you know, we're basically kind of putting together a research team and reaching out to the community and trying to get everything we can get um, archived and basically put up on our YouTube page so it's, a, it's easier said than done, but we're going to be uh, having some professionals take whatever format it's in, um, uh, 8 mil, uh, yep. beta, <laughs> old VHS, whatever it is. So uh, just know that that's kind of one of the things we're talking about as far as uh, connecting with alumni so that maybe, who knows, someone Somebody has it. Or, have that yeah. yeah, or track it down yeah. um, in some way because I know, um, you know, Davis was so good about that and adamant about it and everything. But, you know, before those days, mm -hmm. um, it, it definitely uh, we, we want to try to accumulate as much as possible and make sure everyone has access to it. So um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. I still like the NCAA weekend, good yeah. 15 hours in the recliner. Yeah. <laughs> Especially now with the coverage. I oh, mean, yeah, it's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. That's Absolutely great. fabulous wrestling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it's come a long way, and even you know, the Big Ten Network does a good job putting marquee yep. matches out there every single week, and yep. you can catch up if you missed it on Big yep. Ten Network. So and then they got that uh, Big Ten and sixty. 
Yeah. So you can see the good individual yeah. matches, all all of them that happen. Yeah. I, I, I like watching that, that one. Yep. To see, okay, let's see the highlights. <laughs> yeah, I know. Although I will say I got a little upset. They uh, Rob didn't make those highlight reels a few times. I'm like, come on, he's number one in the country. Yeah. You yep, know? yep. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's great. Well, thank you so much, um, and thank you to – you know, not just you, but the entire Sakura family for what you've given to the Owatonna wrestling program, both in talent and in support, you know, for decades and decades. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's the last name Sakura is no stranger to this area, but not just because you had a lot of wrestlers, but because you had so many good and hardworking yes. wrestlers. Um, you know, when I think about Guts Club, when I think about, um, putting in the time in the in the weight room too i mean we mm-hmm. just had um you know matt sakura uh, make the all-state baseball team i mean just like the hard work and the sakura mm-hmm. last name are synonymous with each other so well excellent well thank you so much sir thanks for having me yeah talk yeah. about yesteryear <laughs> right <laughs> Well, thank you much, and thank you again to the Flemke Insurance Agency for their support of the Otana Wrestling Program in this podcast. And, uh, yeah, so we're, we're wrapping up here. Um, Would you uh, uh, like to say a shout-out oh, to yeah. anybody? Jeez, I, oh, I better say hi to my wife, too. <laughs> there you go. Or I'll be there you in. Go. All right, one more time. I was talking over you. One more time. Hi, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, i got to remember that more often. Yep. Jeez, thank you. <laughs> yep, yep. That's what uh, I'm here for. Right, right. <laughs> this Sunday, uh, once again, April 16th, uh, Otana Eagles Club, 4 to 7 p.m., $15 at the door. We'd love to have you. And uh, this Friday, Greco in Apple Valley, and Saturday's Freestyle. Excellent. Thank you much, and uh, yeah, take care, and we'll see you next time. See you.